And peace, everybody. It's uh, it's open hands back with another episode of Meeting of the Minds podcast edition. And I got an incredible legend with me today. Some people know him by a couple of different names. Most people within the culture know him as Cross One. This is someone who's made enormous strides in the movement to create viable economic systems within hip hop culture. He's the founder of the Breaking Competition Freestyle Session 20 something years ago. Now it's one of the most pivotal events in the breaking world. Started in his own hometown, San Diego. Now it's in over 40 countries or has been in over 40 countries from Japan, France, Turkey, Australia, Brazil, Mexico, you name it. Co-founded Out for Fame, another huge, incredible breaking door. And this is, these things are all going all the way back to early 2000s. Uh, hip, helped to grow hip hop's power of controlling its own retail products. Started and uh, operated a hip-hop retail store, the Armory Hip-Hop Shop. Started putting on parties back in, in San Diego back in those early days. Some of them still going today. Pivotal figure in some of the federations that are heavily involved in the conversation we've been talking about lately. And um, with the, the Olympics and Breaking's announcement to be a part of it. And also just the preservation and upliftment of street dance culture, Breaking in, in general. He's a DJ, graph writer, of course, a legendary B-boy, representing Armory Massive Freestyle Session, the south of Southern California, hip-hop culture, and probably a gang of other things. Chris Wright, a.k.a. Cross One, is on the show. <laughs> Welcome, brother, and thank you for, for sitting down with us for a quick day. Did I probably left some things out, though, man, but how, how'd I do with that intro? Uh, oh, man, that, that was, that was uh, more than I'd ever bargained for. <laughs> <laughs> Glad. Yeah, you know, this will bring the, bring the unexpected. I, pre- I appreciate the words. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, and, and genuine, genuine, too. Part, of, um, part of, of what we're doing with this podcast now is, is trying to get the, the unique and true perspective of the leaders and the everyday folks within the culture, but also it's paying homage and, and honoring you know, the elders, the leaders, the, the pioneers and people that built foundations for, for important things within the culture. So, yeah, yeah, man, you deserve it, right for sure, man. So, so uh, man, I'm going to go around the world a little bit with some of the, the stuff that maybe we could build on around breaking the culture and, and kind of like these cultural preservation elements. But we, we know that there's something heavy on the minds of the people right now. In that uh, breaking has been announced to be an Olympic sport, an official Olympic event in the two, 2024 Olympics. Uh, so I'm going to ask you the, the, the first question off the bat. We've had different answers um, from, from some of the homies that we've been talking to about this. But w- simply, what's your take? Is breaking a sport? <laughs> Ken Swift says uh, vehemently no. Speaking of that, I was mentioning that conversation uh, uh, earlier. That's what started uh, for, this. For me think? personally, for, for 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 me personally, no. But um, <laughs> you know, when it's in a, when it's in a setting of of an event where there's a tournament and a bracket and an audience watching it, I guess it could be sport like. Mm. So mm. it's golf know, a sport. I, I wouldn't consider it. I wouldn't call it a sport, but it is very sports like. Mm-hmm. It's in that environment. You know? <laughs> Would you what? Would would you call golf a sport? I feel like this is like a good barometer. Between... I, I guess it is. I guess, I guess it would. But uh, you know, if, if we're if we're saying that that's a sport, then yeah, break yeah. <laughs> it brings it a little closer. <laughs> I feel like it takes physical physical talent, skill, ability, training, whatever, and and then it's and then it has a direct competition element to it. Are the yeah. core yeah. elements? But then when it becomes kind of like and and 
and I, I think um, a couple of things I'm going to ask you about, too, are going to kind of regard to, because you're also, you're a judoko, right? You practice judo? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was. I was. I have. I have. Um, hold a, a showdown, a black belt. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's some that's of the my, thing... that's my base. Uh, uh, and and if, and if we if we go back into my history, then you'll you'll kind of see the correlation of where I took my my roots into you know breaking competitions and. You know. uh, so you're saying the martial arts was was the base before before? Yeah, breaking? yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I I actually found uh yeah well I, I started uh martial arts when I was six years old mm. and I want to say I found breaking not too long after and hip hop in general not mm. too long after mm. um, you know but breaking kind of came and went so there definitely wasn't no sport sports like aspect to it back then in the 80s as I didn't even practice it to be competing you know mm -hmm. other than competing with other people in a cipher so um, you know and then from there I, I grew in judo become a, a three time national champion um, eventually, going from that to wrestling in in high school and eventually on to college, um, you know, where I was entering tournaments, I was learning about seating, bracketing, um, and just traveling in general and training, all that stuff. So, mm. you know, when, when when I was done with that, I kind of used those aspects in, in my breaking. And then also, uh, when I started throwing events, I started using parts of that in throwing my competition. You know, as far as having a bracket, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. feeding, uh, feeding teams and, and crews and soloists and, and all that. So, you know, at the time when I was doing that, it was, it was kind of foreign to everybody what what I even did. Like, it was just something I did in my, my own head, you know. Uh -huh. But uh, not too many people were doing what I was doing. Huh. I mean, I, I feel like I got that, that's why. That's why I, I, I don't know. Like, back in the day, like, back when I say back in the day, I mean, like, like late 90s, early 90s. Like just the '90s in general, like I'd enter a battle and I'd end up in like a three-way battle in finals. There was never any bracket. Huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, that's gonna. You know, if we, if, if if anybody, if anybody in the audience has watched like basketball or anything like that, like the, the Sweet 16, that's a that's a top 16 bracket. So, uh -huh. You know, you, you correlate that into sports and and, and tournaments, and and that's just what we did bringing it into break yeah 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 and then interestingly when when judo was introduced uh to the olympics it was introduced as a um as an exhibition sport right which i yeah. i always thought was interesting because like in terms of that definition of sport it's it is straight up like that's that's head to head right um yeah. which would make make it seem like it would be easier to be be a, a competitive sport and down. Yeah, and, and even on and even on that end, you know, it's like the you know, it's like the gentle art, you know. Like, so, I mean, there's there's no right. nobody nobody <laughs> nobody in the judo scene uh, fights over whether it's a sport or an art. Mm. <laughs> it Although, can be both, you know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's a good point. I I, I did hear um, I forgot who it was. But it was as uh, an old judo elder I read, read that said that um, it it um like. To the world's eyes, it it took a turn from martial art to martial sport um, after right. after the Olympics yeah. commercial. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah. When I when I left it, you know, like there were certain things that was being being brought in. Cause, you know, like I, I was a uh, more judo. So just so people know, judo is involves throwing, and it involves nilaga, which is all ground movements and chokes and arm bars and stuff. So mm -hmm. 
you know, the, the standing is the most important in judo, in my opinion. You know, so once it kind of transitioned to that, even Nawaza and people were like kind of just pulling guards and, and pulling you in to, to try to get you to choke you or armbar you, it started to become not as fun for me. So I, I mm-hmm. guess in a way, I, I probably, you know, in a weird way, kind of gravitated towards uh, leaving it because it was kind of like turning into kind of a sport, you know? Huh, do you... uh, which is which is funny, which is funny because I transitioned into a sport that's all about like groundwork because I wanted to work <laughs> right. on my groundwork right. to bring right. it back which to is... the judo. So. <laughs> Which, which also ironically is now apparently transforming into a sport, at least in, in the official sense. But do you, uh, do you feel like some of those changes, like I know MMA had a lot to do with, with the way that a lot of different martial arts um, kind of like shifted from what was popular inside of them and what people tended to focus on. But do you feel like, like the, its introduction into the Olympics, commercialization on those higher levels has something to do with? those changes that kind of like happened in judo culture over the years? For, for, for judo? Uh, well, at the end of the day, it's whatever works best, right? Mm. For, for, for said person to get a win. So, mm. so I mean, if, if an armbar and choke's going to work and, and you're spit on your back, and you can't get thrown when you're on your back. I guess True. that's the best defense. I mean, so yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that's just the case. It's just like now I do, I do jujitsu. Uh, you know, kind of part time, and uh, you know that's kind of like one of the things that hurt me when people just pull guard; they don't want to stand up with you uh-huh. because I mean, really, really, that throwing throwing you onto the ground is—I mean, it, it looks good, but in hindsight, it really doesn't really help much unless you unless you use that throw to get into closing into an armbar or a choke. You know, I guess that goes between <laughs> or power position, right? Right, and then there goes that fine line between yeah. like actual combat, a martial art, and yeah. then a sport. I guess, huh? Yeah. And whatever works. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, so, so, so yeah, so, like, breaking, uh-huh. you know, uh, when, when there wasn't as many competitions, people just used to do short rounds, powerful rounds to, to beat their opponents and chip away, you know, for long periods of time until somebody ran out of gas, right? So now, mm-hmm. now you have, uh, now you have competitions where maybe the battle won't last 10 rounds, it'll just last, like, one to three rounds. So, you know, people are trying to jam, like, rounds and rounds of work into one round just to sway the, just to sway the judges to kind of check off everything on a judge's checklist of what they want to see in a round, right? Uh-huh. So, so now, you, now, you, now you have now you, the rounds in a, in, a, in a battle or even in a throwdown in breaking nowadays is, is way longer than it was, like, back in the day. Interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting part to think about too. And then, yeah, and then I guess kind of it all goes back to that, like you said, like what the judges want to see, like how the culture can kind of be influenced. If if a judge wants to see, hey, I want to see how good you are in 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 footwork, power moves, freeze, pop rock, dancing, this, 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 that, and just give you a whole list, then yeah, you're gonna want to. Somebody's gonna go out there and try to do, you know, they they might have a, a a throwdown where it's just mainly power moves. But after they're done with that round, they get up and then they do some, some kind of dancing and then and then a little bit of footwork and then a nice freeze, mm-hmm. just to check off more mm-hmm. in, in that list. Mm-hmm. What they said, you know. Yeah, yeah. We were talking so. about like the 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 uh, battles that are getting judged nowadays with like the iPad checklist. The people are kind of like looking back yeah, between the yeah. iPad and just took 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 looking for those. Well, 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 the iPad's more 
I mean, the, the, the scoring systems that are in place with the iPads, it's more just to track your, your, I guess, your, your scores per round, mm-hmm. which is kind of really telling you how to judge or do anything. Like, mm-hmm. There's no real checklist. Yeah. Well, in some in some some uh some systems, but right. at the end of the day, most most judges kind of do that in their head. Right, 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 right. Which is another one of the that yeah, that's a big part of the conversation we were having too about how that that intangible kind of element that people that know that are deeply yeah. ingrained within the culture and that that element of breaking kind of like there's something that you can't. What they say, lizard. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Uh, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> that uh, like you yeah. can't really necessarily like put it on a scorecard, but you yeah. know when you're a good judge from for a breaking competition. But we, but I, I do want to kind of like break that system down a little bit with you. But maybe we'll double back on it real quick and um and round back about to the beginning in this this Olympic conversation. Um, I know you were uh, you were involved with the Youth Olympic Games. Um, you sat on the on the board for that still do right for the youth olympic committee uh no it, well the, the the youth olympic games was just the the, the one time in okay. Buenos Aires. okay so so yeah that's that's been i don't want to say dismantled but you know mm. moved on to so there'll be another youth olympic games and a whole new uh board committee board and mm. just like the, the just like the olympics like um there will be a board nothing set in stone yet but you know it just got announced that it's uh, Sport in the Olympics, so, so now I, I like to call it. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to call it something uh, different. You know, <laughs> I don't really call it a sport. I just say it's a discipline in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Discipline is a good way <laughs> yeah. to say it. Yeah, yeah, you can't argue yeah. with discipline. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. yeah can embody all of those other sports: sport, martial yeah. art, uh, all these different. Those could fall under discipline too. Drawing, but yeah, um, we we I mean we yeah so, so we so we got involved with you know just. Uh, just to go back all the way to the beginning. Yeah, um, if you don't mind, cool. You know when the all when all when the, when all the Olympic talk were happening, or the Youth Olympic talk was happening. You know, I was just kind of like, I'll just be bluntly honest with you. That's not my dream for breaking to be in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really much care to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't. You mean really like you didn't care either way? You're, you were indifferent to whether it did. Or yeah, not. I, uh-huh. I, yeah, I, yeah. If it did or it didn't, it wouldn't affect my day. You know, <laughs> like yeah, gotcha. if it didn't, even even today, even today, going into the today, if it wasn't announced, like I'm still gonna do, continue to do what I do. You know? Right. So, um, and it's and it's kind of weird because you know, in a way, some people there's kind of like you know their their moment of truth if they're gonna keep on doing what they're doing or not. Like mm-hmm. for me, it was it was either way it didn't matter. But yeah, going going back, uh, when I first heard about it, I didn't know who was behind it. I was asking around. Nobody really knew who was behind it, so that was the reason why it made such a a big blast in the beginning because nobody knew. Like it was like this, like this unknown figure. Like who's who's doing it? You know? So, mm. um, we had uh, at the time I was doing um, UDAF and Pro Breaking Tour uh, with Steve. So Steve Zam is a silverback. The silverback, right? He, 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 the, the silverback. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. And Steve is, is a he's he's a, a businessman who who came into breaking kind of philanthropically, and uh, and just injected you know money to be able to set breaking on the right path to be more professional and you know hold hold these hold the promoters and hold us be more accountable for you know just like five we're getting our acting acting order you know 
And so would you would you say we that got together? We we founded we founded Pro Breaking Tour together in UDEF. So. Uh, and would you say that that's would generally the purpose of UDEF? Uh, and for people that are listening, UDEF is the U Urban Dance and Educational Foundation, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And and the Pro Breaking Tour, um, two kind of like you know foundations, kind of similar to the way that Olympics has these committees, right? Where where you're kind of like yeah, so so yeah, so break we, it down we, we set we set it forth. We, we we set forth, uh, you know, UDF and Pro Breaking Tour to, you know, to become more professional in order to for for like the Olympics to take us serious, you know. So, mm. in, in a way, I'd say it worked, you know, because yeah. um, you know we ended up getting in in, in contact with with WDSF, who's the, the organization that brought uh, breaking to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So we um, we were out in we were me and 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 Joe who's He's the uh, president of, of uh, UDEF uh-huh. and Pro Breaking Tour. Um, we were out in Europe for Undisputed, which is another big worldwide network of promoters to, to find a world champion. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, that, that includes like Battle of the Year, UK Championships, IBE, like all the major uh, dance battles in, in the world. So we, we got together and we send our, our top, uh, our winner of each event that final battle and he called it undisputed so we were all out there and uh, we ended up he ended up sending myself joe and thomas from battle of the year to switzerland to meet meet up with this guy jean laurent who uh, jean laurent was the at international the time, olympic council he, was, he, he used to be at the olympic council and he ended up being the ceo of wdsf okay at the time and, and and what is that? He was, was the one. Was, he, he's pretty much the one spearheading like the whole. And uh, what do you say? WB. What's that? Was that acronym? WBFF was that World was Dance Sport Federation. Oh, oh, WDSF. Right. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, and this yeah. is ultimately yeah. the federation that's governing who, how, who gets into the Olympics and how, right? Well, yeah, they're like the governing body. So that, of that's who the IOC worldwide. That's who the IOC uh, recognizes as the the organization for dance sport. So dance sport is pretty much a little bit of everything. So right. Like ballroom, Could be ballroom, other, tango, you know, whatever. Other disciplines, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but but the only dance sport that's in the Olympics is break. Mm-hmm. Which makes it even more crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure. Uh, you know, I've I've seen people say like, "Oh, the organization is only using breaking to get into the Olympics so they could bring all their other dances in." I mean, huh. I mean, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> you know, like they got to use what works. You know? It says a lot and, about what you know, what we've done within the culture and 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 you know pioneers. Yeah, because, like yourself. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, look, 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 look at some, look at some of the dancers that are involved in in the, the quote unquote dance sport. You know, that's like ballroom and all that. Like, those are dancers that are like years older than than break. Right. You know? Right. So you be able to accomplish in, in say like thirty or forty years is, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know? To be able to, uh, to to be able to capture the eyes and and ears of of the IOC to be like you need to get involved. And, you know, like you know, granted, I, I would say. On the grand scheme of things, uh, the Olympics, they need to cater more to the youth. So what better way to cater to the youth is through hip-hop. So mm-hmm. and what's, what's the more sport, sports-like thing in, in hip-hop is breaking. So. Yeah, right, yeah, right. That's, that's and, the gist of it, right? <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and um, that's another good 
good question too in terms of so obviously breaking is the that's the that is the olympic event of hip-hop right uh if any yeah um but but uh you know speaking of disciplines and um from that intro you are a vastly multidisciplined individual right you've you've done mm-hmm. done graph on big levels breaking on big levels D- like you dj what you went on tour with black eyed peas right for, as a DJ, yeah, like that's yeah. big level, right? And um, yeah, yeah. and did I hear you? Uh, that it was you that did the uh the Jabberwockies logo, the the yeah, commercial yeah, design. Yeah. So like these yeah, are yeah, these yeah. are like big money, you know, moving, you know, cultural shifting things. So like I, one of the things I, I wonder a lot about is like, what do you think? What do you think this will do in terms of like, all right, let's say it's twenty twenty four, um, breaking event is happening. People are watching this. Like, how do you think this is going to affect the other elements in terms of like breaking brought that 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 design that you did for the Jabberwockies and with the fame that they've achieved and the audience they have um, that logo traveled with it. Right. And and mm-hmm. like yeah, and just in terms of building this kind of economy within the culture, what do you think will be the effects of of breaking in the Olympics around that around like the other elements getting shine, making money, for, moving for, for hip hop? Um, I think, you know, it, it really depends on who's dictating the action as far as breaking, mm. you know, um, they're, they're, cause you know, promoter wise, if you, if you look at that, that landscape of breaking, there's, there are events that just look super sports-like, you know, and then there are events like, I, I want to say, I'll just throw mine out there, freestyle session, mm-hmm. which incorporates the other elements, you know, we use the visuals for the flyer, at least mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. for, you know, the, the writing portion. Uh, we have DJs, we have, you know, MC spin, we have, you know, and all the elements are, are relevant in our in our rollout for our event. But like I said, some some events, you know, they'll only have a couple, you know. So yeah. and that moves um, that moves money. That's I, think, I, I think Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean and, and, and just moving into like okay, so so I'm I'm doing I'm heading up uh well I'm we are heading up which when I say we I'm talking about Rita. Uh-huh. Uh we're actually uh, working with WDSF to do the World Games, which is happening in Alabama uh-huh. in 2022, which which that's like the beginning year to springboard into the Olympics. You know, so that'd be kind of like the first like qualifying uh, event, sporting event, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I won't say I, I won't say it's a qualifying event, but it's it's to kind of like determine who's on the radar to to go to the Olympics. There are, there are other events now, but I'd say that was probably the more bigger of, of all of them. But um, yeah, we're 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 working with WDSF to, to do that. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not in the Olympic conversation at the moment. Uh-huh. Like uh, I'm just kind of standing back, watching how everything unfolds. Um, for breaking specific, uh, USA Dance is the, like the arm of the WDSF in America, mm-hmm. in the United States. And and then they have a partner organization called USA Breaking that is pretty much spearheading the breaking portion, right. you know, for for getting everything together for that. So um, our organization is kind of outside of that, but we are working with WDSF to do a quality event, which is that's kind of like our thing is what we do. You know? Right, and that'll probably be a lot. So so it seems like the like the pathway to the Olympics isn't quite clear yet is that the impression that you're getting now like um, how it does qualification I, I, I think well well there, there'll be 
qualifying event, like they're they're pretty much like warm up events. Like I mean, this is all much of my understanding. I don't, you know, right. Like I said, I've, I've learned a lot in the last couple of days. It seems like that's where everybody's at with it right now, for the most so, part. Uh-huh. So yeah, so so yeah, there's going to be warm up events. There's official events by the people that actually spearhead the movement for breaking specifically for the Olympics. Uh-huh. Um, for the next couple of years, and then yeah, 2022 we'll be doing the uh, the World Games. And when I was in my, I I did the walkthrough to check out the venue, and I was, you know, sitting with this committee, which is kind of a very sport, you know, driven. Mm-hmm. They only do sport sports events, you know. So mm. this is an and I'm in there, kind of just yeah, uh-huh. and and you know, so they they wanted me as an expert to. to check out the facility to make sure it works um, and just kind of walk through, you know, how an event would take place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started like visualizing outside just where I want for the culture and just everything in general. I said, you know, the way I would want to do it. And just, I mean, this is probably the only way I would do it is if, is if we incorporate, you know, the writing element with, with the art um, mm-hmm. and do like DJ seminars, um, right, the and teaching teach element. People about hip hop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, teaching people about hip hop and what, how it correlates to the dance which everybody's there to go see. You know? Right. So, um, you know, like like something like that. If 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 that gets implemented going into the Olympics, then it'll do a lot to show what hip hop culture is. Now, if the people that are heading it up are more sports like, mm-hmm. then it would just be more. It would. It's just going to be more focused on just the dance break, um, you know, which people will attach it to hip hop, but it won't be as, you know, congruent. It won't be a whole conversation. It'll just be like, oh, that's break, you know. Right, right, and and I've heard yeah, that. That's that's what I'm thinking in mind, and this is and this is all just me thinking. Yeah. About it, you know. Mm-hmm. So so like, cause cause we could we could I could say that yeah, it's gonna you know help everybody in hip hop, but you know, I mean, which it could because it, it's breaking this. It's representative of hip hop and every element, so you know it could. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I said, there's there's just some people that throw, that 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 are doing events and the way that they structure them are strictly sport like, which don't really involve too much of any other element besides maybe a DJ right. and the music, which right, right, which is also in question. Which I, which I guess, which I guess, I guess, I guess if you really boil it down, though, breaking is always going to incorporate DJs. And music. That's there. And then so, there's it's in question what kind you're of music always gonna have at least too. <laughs> right. The, and yeah. Like some of the people yeah. are talking about like the new, the digital stuff. And I know there's been like with Red Bull and yeah. other other like, you know, competitions that are out there, there's been issues around like what's getting played and it also has to do with licensing and things like that. But um Yeah, that's a whole rabbit hole. That's a whole nother rabbit hole, yeah. you know, just with licensing and being able to, you know, publish it on like YouTube or Facebook and right. without getting it, you know, right. blocked and Mm-hmm. Altogether, so. But I've heard that um, there's been commitments you know, like, from from the high levels that that all that the investment is willing to get put into licensing whatever you, the people who push this. Through I don't know if the conversation. I don't know if the I don't know if the conversation has made it that far. I guess it would just matter of how much budget uh, they have. You know, right? I mean, you'd have to you'd have, you'd have to differentiate too. Like, is is breaking going to be televised? You know, right? How much how much airplay is it really going to get? Right. And you know something about that. Uh, living online. Right, right. What's that? I was going to say, you know something about that, too. Like, that's a good perspective, too. And, like, you you were also one, one of the, the early people moving, like, re, 
reproducing these events, right? Like like DVD sales yeah. and stuff like that, and then digital. Media yeah, I, 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 I didn't know anything about I didn't know anything about the licensing stuff, and I never really dove too deep into it. I just mm-hmm. knew that it had to be done sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, back in like 2007, I had my big uh, first uh, big sponsorship in Gatorade, mm-hmm. and in the sponsorship deal, they kind of just bought the footage off of us in order to upload to their website. And in doing so, I didn't really think nothing of it until they started, you know, getting ready to put it up live online. They're like, oh, we're going to have to uh, hire a band to, to reproduce the music, huh. play over the over the music of the live music. And I'm just like, huh? huh like, that's, that's and, you know, I, I couldn't really get a, I couldn't really uh, get out of it. So I, I, we ended up, you know, getting a pretty kick-ass band. Um, and it was decent, but, you know, it's never as good as the live from the actual event. And did they play, did they try to like do reinterpolations of the same songs or whatever? Did they just match the tempo so that it looked, you know, so... Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they just matched the tempo. So, so, so they, the entire, they, like, the cultural aspect of what was played actually had to get shifted for the... And, for and, the and, 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 and it ended up being, and it ended up being uh, right over the, the whole thing, so you didn't hear the crowd. Yeah, it was just really poorly done. That's a big difference, yeah. So, um, mm. Yeah, so so the year after that, I actually hired a band to play live at freestyle session, and, and we started kind of being um, more aware of that. That's so dope. that's a good a solution. Band, like we had music playing. Yeah, we had a band playing, and you know, even on that end, um, they played some of their original music, but then we eventually got into classics. So uh-huh. if if I really if I really needed to uh, license tracks, I would have had to license you know. Some of the mechanicals for actually for what you know, they were playing still having right? them having them performing you know certain certain jams you know so. mm-hmm. yeah and I, so yeah. I guess that's one of like the elements of of why it's so important that that folks like yourself and other people that are so heavily involved like you said teaching the culture is one it's, it's all you know like even before we're starting this is you know like a lot of the things we do we do outside of kind of like the economic model. And just just as a way of promoting yeah. and pushing the culture forward, understanding of the culture, yeah, but, the history. Yeah, the, the the further that we push, you know, the more things that we're going to learn. So, and the more roadblocks we have. So, True, so you know, point. these are just little 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 nuances that you never really thought too much of, but can change the whole dynamic of everything. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but but you know, we're learning as we go along. Um, more people in the community are making music. Mm-hmm. More people are getting better at making music, so you know, like we're at the we're at the crossroads right now where people are kind of like nitpicking. Like, of course, the older heads are going to be like, "Oh, that's more electronic, or that's more this, or that's more that." But if the music is speaking to the youth, then it really doesn't matter what it seems to everybody else. Like the the older, you know, because the hip hop is for the youth. Hmm. That's an interesting youth, perspective. A lot of the old heads that. are like, "They gotta play our stuff," you know. Um, yeah, they I gotta tend play to fall this, into that. But, you know, some of these, but... yeah, so, yeah, so, so, so sometimes you gotta take a step back mm. and think about it. You know, like more, more about feeling versus feeling for them more than feeling for you. you Which, know, like reconnect yeah. to the music of of yester yesteryear, where these kids are probably connecting more to the new music. Yeah. So, and it was the you youth know, of that if, time if that it, pushed you take it in the world. world. Yeah, so if 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 you take that into in respect you'd be like okay so now i kind of get it like and, and i didn't really think of this too much until like i went on tour with going back uh i went on tour with the uh, black eyed piece the dj mm-hmm. 
So I was I was a DJ that, you know, played mostly like I would say uh more real hip hop, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. versus commercial hip hop. And I was always like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the shit that I like, you know? you know, and then and, and you know, I had the crowds where that's that's what it was and that's that's what it was gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never really had to conform to a crowd. So they're, is, they're come come there because they like how I DJ, you know. So so then I go on tour of Black Eyed Peas. I'm DJing in the VIP room, and it's all like people from as as, as young as ten to all the way up to like fifty or sixty years old, mm. you know. And and the whole grandma's like telling me to play some too short, like blow the whistle, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So 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 it gave me a whole different perspective, you know. And 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 it and like I said, it goes it goes into like the connection. What do people connect? Uh, and that's and, yeah, that's the true essence of a like, DJ, okay. right? Yeah, and and the essence is that when I play a certain tune, that the, the ten year olds are going to get up, and the, the sixty year olds are going to get up, and they're all going to party. Yeah, and that was that was the connection. Yeah, and you know? I guess like uh, DJ. It, did, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if it was real or if, if it was, you know, anything that I liked. It was just what they liked. What, you know? moves, so what, the, what moves the people it's all, a connection all, right yeah what moves them yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's what uh changed my perspective on it yeah interesting that is a, that is a, a unique perspective for it uh so so back to like that that judo and hip-hop parallel right i know uh so judo was was came into the olympics pre um like the some of the commercial shifts that happened with the olympics in the way that that money, um, um, television rights and advertising rights and things like that started to, to shift in, in the Olympics and were there for some of those shifts. In that respect, um, the International Judo Federation of all these acronyms, but the IGF, I know, was kind of like a same thing, governing body, preservational body that kind of helped to manage yeah. those funds. And we also talked about, like, uh, there's no NCAA judo. But the IJF also has a structure for scholarshiping, judoka students, judoka yeah. students inside of it. So this kind of federation has kind of has, has kept reins on the culture and also helped the money that moved throughout it to you know like cycle in the ways that we wanted to to be able to to both keep the culture on an upward movement and keep the people within it having the ability to prosper. Uh, the question is: Is how, like, how important is it for, I say, breaking to have that, like, in terms, like, UDEF? You know what I mean? Like, these federations and uh, some of the things that you've been behind, and and then forming this as we go forward. Like, yeah, how important is that? And then, yeah, what roles can can from the, you know, your average b boy, b girl to hip hop head? How how what's the proactive move? And then like collectivizing and coming forming the our own federations or supporting UDEF, whatever. How important is that? And yeah, you know, what do you think the move is right now for hip hop I mean, in general? Well, it's, it's, it's very, it's very important. Um, I think, uh, you know, mobilizing is key. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think up until this point, it was kind of like the wild, wild west where everybody was kind of throwing fence on top of each other mm-hmm. with, with no real clear movement, with no clear movement. It was just kind of like, I'm going to throw an event. Oh, hey, there's a there's another event across the town. Oh, well, it's cool. I they can have their event. I'll have my event, <laughs> which it doesn't really mean it doesn't really do uh, much for everybody, right? Right. You split up the crowds and stuff. So, so um, 
you know, for me, uh, I think, uh, you know, participating in, in, in these discussions, these meetings, um, even getting, getting in, involved or at least keeping a good eye on them, you know, like, like the UDEF, you go to the website, you go to the events, all of the events. Mm-hmm. Uh, the promoters are pretty spread out amongst like across America. So on a lower level, just helping the promoters and, and the people spearheading the movements in the local areas, uh-huh. like even people that aren't like, say, say like 206 Zulu, like in Seattle, like just, just to be involved in, and make sure that their events prosper and in order to give back is, is big, you know, like it doesn't have to be part of part of these, you know, bigger organizations. It could be smaller organizations. All these smaller organizations are eventually going to get down with the bigger organizations as well. You know, it's, it's all network, you know? So, right. um, I believe like for, as far as breaking in the Olympics, then it definitely, it looks like it's, it's, uh, you know, USA dance and USA breaking is at the forefront of it. Whether or not they could pull it off, who knows? Um, but it's needed. Like somebody, somebody to just watch over breaking, marching towards the Olympics. That's their full focus. That's needed, you know? So, so people definitely need to, to uh, get involved and make sure they're on their pieces. And, and even with, with uh, UDEF, like get involved uh, and make sure what's going on, ask the right questions. You know, if things are, if we're not doing our job and, and we're missing things and, you know, we're 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 moving so fast. Sometimes um, we're not quite seeing the picture from afar because we're so micromanaging everything on a smaller level. Right. Um, it's good to have people uh, giving us input. You know, even people that even I, I even listen to people that uh, I, I guess most people call them haters. I listen. I listen all the time. Like I don't. I don't get offended. Like not. I'm not here to uh, be in competition with everybody. See who could who could stroke stroke their ego the most. You know, like we have our intent for, for UDEF and Pro Breaking Tour is to uplift breaking, the breaking community to where it's professional and it's recognized worldwide. And we can utilize that professionalism into more sponsorship, uh, more opportunities. Um, you know, who, like, like you said, we could have scholarship programs. We could have, you know, mentorship programs. We could have, you know, even with, with the crazy, you know, things that happened just recently, like having safe places in place for women and, yeah. and uh, you yeah. know, victims of, of outside things, you know, uh, places for that, you know, like but it all takes that. money, yeah. time, effort and, and people mobilize, you know, like, like that's what all that is needed. Not, not because people just want money. Like, right. you know, like, like I think, I think hip hop comes from the streets. So everybody, you know, automatically assumes when people want, you know, are, are after the dough or after the money, it's like, oh, it's for them. They want to use it so they can floss. But no, yes. what we want to floss is we want to floss a better environment for everybody in the community and, and, and create these programs and create these, create these uh, safe avenues for everybody, you know? Yeah. I would like to, I would like to have, have enough money to be able to have a whole, whole team of, uh, you know, medical professionals at the side so if anybody got hurt at an event, there'll be somebody to, to look after them right on the spot, you know, instead of having to shuffle them to the hospital, you know, right. like it all takes money, it takes time. It takes it's community support, it takes safety. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's dope now about, you know, like D1 in 2020 is that we're breaking in 2020 is that, you know, we have, we have practitioners that are doctors. Now we have, we have practitioners that are lawyers. Now we have practitioners that, 
are, are in every level of business. So um, to, to create these structures is, is not a far stretch. You know, it's not that far out. You know? Yeah. 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 So true. Hip hop uh, is reaching every profession of the world. We, 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 we've grown up. We've grown up. Have, you know? Yeah, we but, have. We have. I was going to say that too. And you're mentioning yeah, like it's, yeah. it's a youth driven culture, which is absolutely true. But yeah. this, we haven't had the precedent before now of, you know, yeah. like our the founders of the culture now Turner, you know, in the sixties or whatever, yeah. like we actually have an an elderly I mean not sixty is elderly, but yeah. I'm saying like we're coming into having well, well, actually well, we, you know, we, a generation. Well, we have people we not to talk over you, but like no, we, we have people that have uh the experience, you know, like we exactly. have people that have lived through their their, their teens and twenties and made those mistakes right. before so that so that these youth don't have to make those Right. Amen, man. And and before we drop, man, like I thank you for for mentioning that and that element of uh, all of us mm-hmm. kind of taking a stance around a lot of the things that have been coming out recently, and but particularly in the b boy b girl community, and I point to the b boys that have yeah. been, um, yeah, you know, some of these different behaviors and and really troubling things that have been normalized in the culture around you know really toxic behaviors from men to women, and yeah. and and I appreciate you, yeah, yeah, mentioning that and just all of us without having to talk specifically about anyone else, all of us men taking a stance against that. And that is not normal. And, and um, yeah, finding good solutions for that. And among the other things, it's real talk, brother, man. Um, thank you so much for, for getting with us. Can you, uh, what's, what's the UDEF uh, website? Uh, myudef.org. M-Y-U-D-E-F.org. Uh-huh. Cool. So that's, that's, as as the brother Cross once said, this is it's one place people looking for a way to get involved and and have their voice heard and, and represent you know the culture being accurately and positively brought through this process of coming through this new realm that is going to enter into with the Olympics. Um, there's also you can also check out CrossOne.com. Uh, Cross is with one S and the number one <laughs> dot com. And you're uh, I am Cross One at I am Cross One is your IG right. Uh, yeah, I I I A M C R O S O N E. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah, so so yeah, follow up on that, folks that are listening. Um, everyone else, thanks for for being here, man, at building. Uh, Cross, thank you so much for for everything you've done for the culture and for for building with us here for a minute. I'm gonna say thanks thanks for uh, thanks for hearing me out and <laughs> having me on the show. Yeah, and, most uh, definitely. Yeah, man. Looking forward to more building. Again, thank you for tuning in. Everybody that's listening, this has been another Meeting of the Minds podcast with your host, Open Hands. That was Chris Cross One, right? Another incredible legend in hip-hop culture. Um, and, uh, yeah, some things to think about. Please uh, please feel free. And um, if people got that urge to be active and proactive in this world and in this culture of hip-hop, jump on some of those follow-up. Uh, go, go visit UDEF. And uh, and follow up with Cross One to get more information and stay tuned. It's going to be a lot coming in these days. It's all love, y'all. Peace.